Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. Here we go once again, Growing in Grace. Mike Kapler here with my friend Joel Brzezinski. We've been doing this for four plus years, Joel, and uh, I don't see any end in sight myself. I, I, I haven't run out of things to say yet. When I do, I guess we'll quit, huh? <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, speaking of uh, four years, someone asked, uh, I don't know if it was online. Yeah, I think it was on where we have our uh, podcast on, on a blog. How do you and Mike uh, still get along after all these years? And I, <laughs> I said, well, the Bible says that we're supposed to love each other, and so we're just obeying the command. And uh, so that's how we've remained friends for all this time. <laughs> yes, we do it grudgingly, but we get along just fine. That's right. <laughs> it's it's because we have to, but yes. Uh, and so I mean, and we just want to follow the rules. Why wouldn't we get along? It's not like we're married or something, you know. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> I didn't say that. That was Mike Kapler <laughs> who said that one. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, that's uh, it's true. You know, the the point of all of this is. Of the, you know this life in Christ. What a beautiful thing that we have, where it's not about keeping the rules. You know, I, we we did talk about this last time. I think uh, that if we were supposed to keep the law, if if loving each other was based upon musts and shoulds and have tos, you know, uh, you're a Christian and so you have to love me. If it was a have to, that's not love. It's just it's really not what love is because love is something that can't come from a have to it it comes from a desire to want to and that type of love only comes not from law and it doesn't come from rules but it, it simply comes from the the love of god that's in us the life of christ that's in us and so i think that's sort of what we're going to be talking about today too and you know we didn't i didn't actually mean to start that way but the spirit of the life of christ that's in us man that's that's what it's all about and we've died to the law, and now we're raised to life with Christ Jesus, and there is such a difference in what life is all about now. Well, I hear you, and we were talking too about Romans uh, chapter 8, verse 2, for the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made us free from the law of sin and death. It's an entirely different law than what we were delivered from, and it's important that we understand that because this new law that we have uh, in the spirit of life, this law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus, it does not insist that we behave a certain way. It doesn't insist that we forgive each other. It doesn't insist that we love each other because if that, like you were saying, Joel, if that were the case, then that's not really forgiveness. That's not really love. If I'm being forced to forgive you for a wrong you've done to me, is it really forgiveness? Probably not. <laughs> and, and that's something to think about. Um, so uh, th this is the, the beauty of the freedom that we have under this new law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. Yeah, and that's that's one thing how living by the law or, or living by grace, living by God's grace may look like we're keeping the law. I think we did talk about this too, that you know if, if I'm forgiving somebody or if I'm loving somebody, it may appear, that I'm keeping a law because the law said the law says you shall love the Lord your God and you shall love your neighbor as yourself, 
And so it may look like I'm keeping a law, but really, uh, if I'm really, truly loving somebody from my heart and, and from the life of Christ in me, that's really what it is. It's the life of Christ that's in me that, that's causing me to love and that's motivating me to reach out to other people. And, and so it may look like law, but it's definitely not because we've died completely to that. And we are now new people. We're new creations in Christ. And it, for some reason, people like to cling to this thing called law which never could bring life, which never could help a person to live righteously. And somehow they think that in their Christian life, it's, it's going to help them. But really, as we've talked about plenty of times, what the law does, and it's, you know, the law is good and holy in and of itself. So we don't want to say that the law actually makes a person sin, but through the law, the, the flesh is aroused and wants to sin, and the law does not bring life, but only the, the life of Christ that's in us. That's what's going to make everything uh, work in this Christian life. It's a life of grace, and it's a life of Jesus Christ living through us. Yeah, so uh, the old law, which demanded perfection and required us to try to do the right thing, uh, under this new law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus, and instead of being required or being forced or, or being commanded and demanded uh, to do what is right, this freedom that we now have, because the, re the requirements were nailed to the cross, okay? And, and we were set free from those requirements and rules and commandments that were under the old law. Now under this new law in which we have the freedom uh, that, we, that has been given to us through Christ Jesus, we, we don't do the right things just because it's being demanded of us, but because we've been free, because we've already been declared a child of God, completely forgiven of all sin, past, present, and future, and we're going to talk about our identity here in just a minute, because of all this freedom that's been given to us now, um, apart from anything that we do, uh, we are now inspired to live in, in a way that is more right, a way that is more godly, but not because I'm being forced to, I, I just it's more of a want to instead of a have to. And that's what this new law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus allows us to do. I'm inspired to want to do what is right because of the love that has been given to me and uh, the realization that I've, I've come to know uh, of who I already am, not who I'm trying to become. Yeah, and, and I think the, the unfortunate thing in, in Christianity, uh, the Christian religion, is that there are a lot of people who live their daily lives and they say, you know what, I just don't feel like I'm loving people like I should. I just don't feel like I'm doing the right things. I, I don't feel like I'm, you know, I feel like I'm failing. I feel like I'm sinning too much. And so what they do is they go back to the law and to rules and to principles to try to motivate them to live the right way. Uh, but it will never work. And so what we need to do, or at least it might work for a little while, it might appear right, but what we really need to do, if you're struggling with sin, if you're struggling with, hey, you know what, this life of Christ, I know that he's in me, how come he's not showing himself through me? We just need to keep our focus, get our focus back onto this new law, again, which is the spirit of life that's in Christ Jesus who, who dwells in us. Get ourselves focused back on him because that is our new identity. We've died to the law. We, we've got to get out of that mindset. We've got to get out of that place where we're looking to rules and law, laws to help us to live godly and to help us live right. We've got to get out of that mindset, and we've got to get back to this place where we're focusing on the person who is now our life, you know, Christ who is our life. Get focused on him and rest, because uh, and things 
changes might not be immediate, and usually they aren't. <laughs> changes of heart and changes of lifestyle usually take a long time. And so, but it all starts with, again, not looking to law because that's our old identity. Our old identity was alive to the law, and we had to die to that in order to come to Christ. And so now, this new birth. This uh, new life in which we've been born again as new creations, that's the life that we live from, and that's where we need to keep our focus. Yeah, so now, under this new covenant that we have, that Christ has established for us, we have a, an entire New Testament, a new, uh, under this new covenant, uh, lots of identifiers of who God has made us to be, apart from anything that we do. There's, there's a phrase that gets thrown around a lot in Christianity, I'm a sinner saved by grace. That is not a true New Covenant statement. It's true that you were once identified as a sinner, but you are now referred to as a saint. You, you know, that you were once a sinner. Does that mean that you still don't sin anymore just because you're declared a saint? No. And that's probably a subject we can get into. We've talked about before and we can talk about it again, but we're going to try and stay on track here today. Um, there's a, an entire list, perhaps even hundreds, of scriptures that identify you as a believer today as to who you are in Christ. Just a few of them are that you are a child of God. You're his child. You're a conqueror. You are righteous. You are holy. You are blameless. You're a saint. You're anointed. You are complete in him. You are forgiven. And the list goes on and on, Joel, as to not who we're trying to become like we were under the law by trying to keep rules but who we have already uh, become now. Not who we're trying to become, but who we already are. And, and, so, and you referred to it just a second ago. Uh, another phrase that gets thrown around a lot, but very few really understand what it means, is uh, what you just said, Joel. Born again. Jesus said it. John chapter 3, right? Uh, you know, you must be born again. Of course, Nicodemus the Pharisee couldn't relate to it, which amazed Jesus. Um, yeah, how could you, being a doctor of the law, not understand these things? Uh, you must be born again. He, he was talking about what you had referred to earlier, Joel, that we died uh, to the law. Uh, literally, God placed us in the body of Christ while he was on the cross and we died, which we've been talking about in recent weeks. So how did I become who I am? How did I become this righteous, holy child of God? It had nothing to do with anything I've done. Even becoming a believer, Joel, we, we even put certain things, uh, certain requirements of action on that. Well, we have our First Communion. Well, we get baptized. Well, we have our confirmations and all kinds of other different things. And we do these things to become something, even a believer. And, and it's, it's through birth. As uh, All you have to do to be a believer is to believe. <laughs> believe in the finished work of Christ. So how, how did I, Joel, how did I become who I am? I'm not even talking about my spiritual identity right now, but how did I become me? How did I become Mike Kapler? Not even referring to just my name. How did I become Mike Kapler? I was born. My mom and dad had me, and I was born. I became me through birth, and that was it. I didn't do anything else to become who I was or who I am. I, I did nothing to become Mike Kapler. I inherited some things from my mom and dad, and the same is true of our new birth, our new identity. Born in Christ, I have inherited a righteous nature from God because of that. It was something that I was born with spiritually. Yeah, that's that's why I like I like uh, the phrase the exchanged life. Uh, we've talked about that in the past before, but <laughs> it's 
it's like uh, it's not just that God has changed us. In fact, it's not that we changed. It's that we got a whole new life. We in Adam, we were born as a sinner, as you were talking about. Um, just like in, in in that in nature, we were born as human beings, and it was just simply by birth. And spiritually speaking, we were born in Adam, and we died to that, to our life in Adam, and we were born again as a new creation, a, a, a new holy, righteous person, as you've been talking about. And as you say, that came simply from birth. Our behavior does not determine our identity. It can't. If, if our behavior determined our identity, we'd be changing, our, our identity would be changing all the time. You know, sometimes we do bad things, sometimes we do good things, and if it was all based upon that, then my goodness, our identity would be changing all the time. But our identity, as you've been saying, and uh, we'll pick up on some of this in the coming weeks, is based upon the fact that we've been born, again, born of the Spirit, made alive together with Christ after having died to the old person that we were in Adam. And so we're going to pick up on some of these things in the weeks to come, as I said. We've got to wrap it up for this one. I'm Joel Brzezicki, and Mike Kapler is with me. Growing in Grace, the name of our program. Thanks so much for joining us. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezicki. Heard weekly on Gracewalk Internet Radio and other online sources around the world. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.